0: It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebol has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Dream. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign. As they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy Search for Trollhara All
1: Alright, welcome to episode 43 of the Inglorian Bastards campaign With me again is uh, Max, my friend Max Who played the character of Tessero So welcome to the podcast again (laughs) (coughs) Hey, Um, yeah. so, so Max, uh, was actually my, the first person that I interviewed for this campaign because we, we started the campaign in Bree and what made the most sense to me was, um, to interview the characters that sort of came from the lands that we are traveling through. Um, and we, again, we were traveling first through near the Shire and in, in Bree land, um, and that, that recording didn't turn out so well, um, so I ended up recording my own voice uh, as a sort of debrief and recap of the first five episodes, but that, that affords us the opportunity to interview Max again and talk about Tessero uh, as we sort of round the corner of Rohan and head back into Bree Land, uh and then later the Shire. So... Um, so that uh, Max, the, the way that we do this, as you probably remember, is I'm just gonna going to ask you some questions, and we'll just um, you can tell us a little bit about your experience um, uh, with gaming, with D D, with Tolkien. You can you can answer the questions. You can go off on as many tangents as you want. <laughs> um, and uh, so, if actually if we, if you don't mind, let's that's a good place to start. Let's start with your experience with. Um, D and D and or Tolkien, if you don't mind. All
0: right. Um, yeah. So I've been playing D and D a while. Uh, I used to play when I was younger at camp. That was when I first started. Um, yeah. No. I always thought it was a fun game. Definitely. Uh, same with Lord of the Rings. I've been watching that those since I was younger. And I actually, before we did this campaign, I, I uh, read the books for the first time. I tried when I was younger, but. Um, it was a bit. Uh, it was a bit like I only got like the first hundred pages, I think, uh, and they were still in the air. <laughs> so like I was like, uh, uh, but I, I actually got around to it um, right before we started this campaign, which was great. I enjoyed them a lot.
1: I think. Um, I think a lot of people probably uh, stall out right around the time that the hobbits get lost in the woods and Tom Bombadil shows up. <laughs>
0: yeah. i was <laughs> uh, like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, okay. Well, um, so it, it's uh, it's it's safe to say that uh, Max is a lot younger than I am. So, so uh, would you say that your first experience with Tolkien was the actual books, or was the there the, were the movies?
0: Yeah, it was definitely the movies for me because uh, I was you know those came out. I was probably like uh, I was actually probably only I don't think I saw the first one in the theaters. I think because um, I was on like five or six.
1: Oh wow. Okay. But
0: yeah. Um, but I definitely watched them all. all as a kid, I, I definitely saw the the second one in the theaters and the third one. Um, but yeah, we had them on like you know DVD and everything, and we watched them all the time. Marco was definitely very into them.
1: So yes, the other thing to mention here is that Max is Marco's brother uh, in real life, uh, and Marco plays Faradir. Uh And this might actually be a good segue to talking about Tesoro's background and sort of how he came to this adventure. Now, Gildor and Glorian was tasked with assembling a fellowship, and he rounded up Faradir. Now, how how do you fit into that equation? Can you remind us if you remember?
0: Yeah, so uh, Tessero um, has always been a, a quite a free spirit. Um, and so he actually has traveled, like, uh, before the campaign started, he has traveled between, um, between the Shire and Bree, uh, a lot, um, growing up, kind of, uh, and in that time, uh, he's kind of, uh, met Faradir, and, uh, they've become friends, and Faradir has kind of helped him, you know, uh, go through the forest and stuff, um, for his travels, uh, before this campaign, and, um, what else, uh, your, yeah, you guys... the first time the first time he left the Shire was actually when he was twenty five on his birthday, and he was uh, determined to leave home for good. Um, but he kind of ended up, you know, going back and forth for the next like ten years um, with uh, with Faradir.
1: And you ended up um, you ended up uh, in your origin session, which again is what we call sort of the the pre group like get to know your character sessions, right? Where we can uh, where you are just not you know typical dnd fashion is everybody meets up in a bar and you're just expected to you know have uh some sort of understanding like that everybody's going to get everybody's back right that's we we kind of uh we took it a little we took it a step farther where um you and Faraday actually played a session before we met up as a group and you got into a little hijinks uh in the barrow down so so you guys ended up in pterodon's barrow um, yeah. and and found a, um, a sort of decorative shield um, that he had etched his diamond on right and, and put some some notes on um, as to where these um, various items from his tri- from his diamond were located all right well right near the Barrow downs there is there's a section of very old uh, woods and someone very special lives there, and you actually have, I don't want to say a relationship with her, but you have a friendship with her. Um, Do you want to tell us about that?
0: Yeah, um, so uh, if you are familiar with the books, you know that um, Tom Bombadil has a wife named Goldberry, and she's like a nymph, kind of, um, uh, and uh, they've also become friends.
1: And um, just a little little foreshadowing there for you. we, we may actually encounter Goldberry uh, in episode 45 or 46 coming up. So we'll get a, we'll get a little chance to see Tessero and Goldberry interact. So so far in this campaign, we have traveled um, up the uh, river Horwell, um, across the misty mountains, across the river Grayland, into the withered Heath, down through Erebor... Um, th- through Mirkwood uh, across the Anduin um, down south through the Vales you've skirted uh, Fangorn Forest you've, you've been to Isengard you've been to the Catacombs of Orthanc um, the, um, the the listeners have just finished um, your your battle um, at the Fords of Isen when uh, Riken was stabbed with the Morgul Blade and finally you guys ended up to save Riken's life, you guys ended up doing the ritual. Um, um, it, that, do the you, white,
0: that the white hand episode? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that was great, yeah. So, the yeah, the the white hand. You uh, guys yeah. I think that was was that your favorite episode?
0: Probably that was that was probably the funniest. That was when I laughed the hardest, I think. I
1: think you ended up um, making I a meme. I don't me- know,
0: I mean, it's the the meme I sent, I don't know if you remember the meme <laughs> with the uh with the uh, Saruman and the uh, the Urukai, right? And you can't really see the bottom half of
1: it. And and the meme says now cough.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that was great. Any other favorites from 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 you know so far, or, or even going forward in part one?
0: Mm, have we have they heard of, have they heard the um, the the drinking contest yet?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Uh... That that was back at uh, Mountain Hall, Rikin's home. Um, as you guys exited Merkwood, um, you, you guys got to celebrate. We we and 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 I think what I tried to do as a DM is is sort of diversify the episodes quite a bit um and you guys came out of mirkwood it was a very it was a according to adventures in middle earth it is um it's sort of one of the shadow lands right so as you travel through there you accrue shadow points or or it's possible to accrue shadow points um and it was a very depressing kind of um you encountered spiders you met reichen's brother ivoric who was was essentially mind controlled by this avathari this this old creature of creature of shadow that was in this well. Um and, and you know, Rankin ended up having to shoot off the head of his his deceased father to break Evoric out of this trance, and you guys had to run for your lives because you couldn't possibly defeat this Savathari, And you know, after that session, I I kind of thought to myself, you know, these guys <laughs> they need a little uh, a little fun session. So we did. Uh, we did a whole session, uh, which ended up being like four or five episodes here of the podcast, where you guys did an archery contest and a melee contest with wooden swords, uh, an axe throwing contest, which is where Byrne picked up his uh, "quote unquote" apprentice, and uh, and and the part that you're talking about was probably the best. It, it might have actually been my one of my favorite parts of the whole campaign, uh, and that was. The drinking contest. Do you want to you want to fill the or, or remind the listeners about that night?
0: Yeah, basically it was like uh, it was this drink, drinking contest, and you had to make a Constitution save uh, first to see uh, if you get more drunk, uh, and then you have to make a Dexterity because the, the the cup right. You have to get the cup on the table, something like that. Yeah, right? you had
1: to slam the cup down and make sure it didn't fall over.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, and that was a Dexterity check so basically tessero uh kept failing all of his constitution checks so he kept getting more and more drunk but for some reason he kept succeeding on the dexterity checks which had like disadvantage in, in all that like the penalties and everything and he kept just being very dexterous and that's how he ended up winning but he was completely hammered yeah. <laughs> so
1: I, I forget the levels of drunkenness i think i borrowed this uh from something i saw online somewhere um but you know, basically, I think I changed it just a little bit. But the, you know, every time you felt uh, you failed a Constitution save, the next round would get harder to make the Dexterity save. Um, and and so I think I think by the end, you had like a negative sixteen to your to your Dex save, and you still ended up beating everybody in the drinking contest.
0: Yeah, was it like I think it ended up being between like me and Grimald right?
1: I, I don't, I'm not sure. sure I think it was like you and
0: me and the the big guy with the with the nipple rings but we ended up using that for Grimald's, um okay character
1: thing but uh yeah so so I mean it just it fit I think it fit with your character um, and I think it fit with the whole like uh free nature of the hobbit right like um you know he he was he was kind of fun he was kind of a fun loving character I would dare say the comic relief um uh you know and and i think he started off uh the campaign even more so as the comic relief until we realized that he was one of our main damage dealers <laughs> right
0: yeah, i don't know why he did so much damage It was like um it's because of all the sneak attack bonuses i think
1: yeah yeah and uh you know you were you were a pretty good archer and um as, as well so you could you could attack both close up and at range um but yeah, so so seeing this hobbit destroy everybody at the drinking contest, yet be completely hammered by the end, uh, yet you know you're kind of still dancing around and singing. I think uh, it was it was just a great time.
0: Uh, there was that other time where uh, by the uh, what was it the the river with the the red um, red woman, where uh, everyone was kind of super reluctant to eat or drink the food and testo just kind of downed his drink and then he turned red.
1: Yeah, it was like a it was like a Willy Wonka scene, right? Uh but you were actually poisoned, I think, for a while.
0: Yeah. But I think his skin color stayed like pretty reddish
1: after for, that. For a while, yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. Well, um so so like I said, we're, we're we're kind of in the uh if I could borrow a Marvel term, we're kind of in the end game of part 1. Um, mm-hmm so is there is there something that you want to uh let the listener know that they can look forward to even in the uh, short term or long term um try not to give if it's if it's long term try not to give too much away yeah
0: um well yeah the final battle is pretty awesome but that's all i'm going to say about that um uh in terms of Tessero and his character he has some really cool things coming up um I don't want to give too much away about that either, but there, there are some big changes for his character and how his character works, which also uh, ends up almost kind of being expanded upon a lot in the second part of the series. But, um, yeah, he has some big character changes coming up uh, because of a choice he has to make. And um, that's all I
1: that's all you <laughs> could say about that. Well, Te- Tessero is, is uh, one of, I think, uh, two characters that, that fully participates, and I should say Max is one of the f- two players that plays through all three arcs of, of this campaign. So, so the listeners can, can look forward to more rolling and um, before he attacks and more uh, pipeweed smoking uh, yeah. through, through the other two arcs.
0: Well, I was asleep for most of the second part.
1: <laughs> Yet, you somehow managed to answer some of the the toughest riddles and questions.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think in this part, I was uh, the first part. I also fell asleep for a good amount of the sessions too. <laughs> well,
1: we, we played late. I mean, we played really late yeah. some of the nights, and it was before you know the work week. So, yeah.
0: Well, I, I was um, I was still in college then, so I, I had uh, papers and classes the next day and. You know, pretty much, I was you know dead by the time we would do our sessions. So
1: late on Sunday night, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm going to let you go, but thank you for for coming, um, and hopefully we can have you back during uh, Rise of the Morr Yeah. All right. Take care. Uh, yeah. Thanks. So you, you, pass, uh, you pass pass all the way back to Bree, and when you get to the prancing, end at the prancing pony. Butterbur comes up to you, and um, by the way, you guys—you guys, you guys kind of get you get rooms and stuff. You guys, you agree to kind of meet down here. It's like the middle of the night, um, and Butterbeer, Butterbur says, and, "And most of you are down here. You can't find the bitch anywhere. What's uh, his face is missing." Uh, it's his name, uh, Gremmle. But Grimbold, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you see, you don't know what's going on with him. But the bitch is missing. But Butterburst says, "Your your He's friend, your friend uh, Gildor, uh, told me to tell you that he had no choice; that he had to leave. That the Grey Havens are under attack." Oh jeez, that's probably our fault. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, let's that's go fix that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, and that's... I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> And that's and that's where we'll leave it for the night. (laughs) That sounds terrible. Can we we have six beers, please? <laughs> All pines, please. I'll take so you guys, barrel of ale. You guys yeah. can do uh, a fellowship period here, um, even though it's going to be a brief one, and uh, you can you can level. If you We're want just going to gonna hang room. out here for a couple oh, weeks sick. while shit goes bad at the great Havens. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So this will be your last level. We have two more sessions after this. Cool. Oh man. Uh, and I'm guessing you guys, the most direct route would be to sort of travel um, the Great uh, East-West Road, um, kind yeah. of towards the Shire, and then north up into Past Tower Hills. Mm-hmm. uh so looking on the map uh, let me show you i prepared this for you uh, looking on the map this is where you traveled today uh those were the three kingdoms the um Arthendane, rudar and Cardolan. those were the the kingdoms of arnor uh that broke eventually and you were at tharbad you can see where you were across the river right there yep. Yep. and let's see here if i have a shire map I did share it with you, but, um, whatever you can look on the map and you can sort of see where we're going to go. We're going to go through the Shire and then up by the Tower Hills is kind of where I was planning to take you. So, so we know that we know that we know what happens to burn after this adventure, right? He's going to join his father preparing to take back, uh, Moria. We know where, where Faraday is going to go if he survives. Um, Riken, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't there in that session. But I'm going um, home, and I'm going to sit down. No, oh, your your heart uh, <laughs> fast asks you to clear out um, to be a part of an expedition when you're done to clear out Dolgador? Yeah, I, I feel bad for him because I, I don't feel so honor bound to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, so everybody else, like, we don't know what's, what Anglin's going to do after this, but we've essentially, for some of your characters, you've been, um, tasked with something after this adventure. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the reason I bring it up is because it kind of, you know, again, I always ask, I come back to the, why haven't we heard of your character in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> right? In the yeah. fellowship, right? So. You should just really down with a good book. You should just kill us all in the last fight. It. Well. <laughs> Some of you almost died in this fight. That was, the, I think, the the closest you guys have come. How
0: yeah. many how many hit dice do we have, by the way? As
1: much as our level, or yeah.
0: yep. yep, cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: the plus two. In this game as is much as your level plus game. two, right?
0: So, Wait, really? Yeah, because you get one from me and um, yeah, one from you one Angle. One. Well, those aren't like real... You get them you for longer. Yeah, well, every time, time we rest. rest those those long aren't long. like actual hit dice, though. Those are just extra things. Extra, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so what did you guys think? What, was this challenging? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty challenging. Yeah. Well, I, was a little was challenging. I almost drowned the I was eaten alive, so...
0: I think it would have been pretty easy if I didn't make it.
1: No, fun. come on! It was awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's what you need, though. You need people doing crazy shit to make it fun in campaigns. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Actually, <laughs> almost all of the elements killed me. I was on fire. I almost. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what'd you What'd you guys think of the ritual? It was, it was good. Cool. It was yeah, cool. Yeah, the, the writing was great. Cool, man. What, what would have happened? Were there any things that we could have misstepped so, like, things would have gone even worse for the character doing it? Or Well, if you had gotten the ritual wrong, uh, probably something would have happened. Uh, but you guys did it right. I mean, I, I had been private chatting some of you. Uh, some of you had some ideas during the week, and you guys were on the right track. I mean, I, it was pretty much spelled out for you at this point. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you cool, next time. Awesome. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Have a good
1: night. Sounds good. 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 All right, guys. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.